Personally, I think this is the week you should play Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah? Why? Why is that? Make your case. Uh, well, he's on bye. <laughs> Joe Sixpack. Welcome to the Joe Sixpack Podcast. This is your host, Peter Knox, calling in from Brooklyn, hosting the two West Coast Bro Coast on the line. We got Luke and Bob. The the mentee and the mentor, and uh, we're I, we're going to kick off our my, review week four. He's my preview. apprentice, week I'm five. the master. I will not let you get through. Don't say that wrong. Don't say that's right. Fuck it. Keep going, Pete. Uh, sounds sounds. It's only temporary, though. He's it's only temporary. Sounds semantics wise. <laughs> we'll see if uh, how this last week's matchup had any impl- any impact into your current relationship. Uh, but uh, yes. Oh, oh my God! No, God did. Okay, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, Luke, okay. obviously the wounds are still fresh for Luke, um, but we'll work through it because that's what the JSP uh, therapy couch is for. He's chasing points live here yeah, on the sorry, podcast. Yeah, sorry, that was, that was an explosion. Ron oh caught God. it, Gronk. and then he fumbled it and got intercepted, <laughs> so he lost two points. Did he have two football moves in there? Yeah, looks like it. Mm-hmm. Done. Well, there you go, Seth. If you're somehow listening live you've had hogan and gronkowski get interceptions for brady yeah basically this is gonna be the rest of the podcast we're gonna watch the patriots game in real time and listen to luke's uh <laughs> agonies and joys and mine as well should wait get right. another touchdown oh that's right he caught it so okay never mind so i didn't lose anything so it's all good well no you did <laughs> you still lose two points from the the fumble I know, but I caught it for like 20 yards, so that's two points right there. Well, it's not oh. zero. Then. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there, I, actually, actually, I actually made point, four points on that play. <laughs> Perfect. Gronk should do that all day. The big one. All right. Well, it's almost like Maddie is here in the chat because he gave us another beautiful, beautiful bounty of an email recap. And I think we'll just run down the matchups, talk about each one real quick, um, talk about the waivers that I haven't looked at and never play. And then move on to the week five previews. Uh, this that sound good to everybody here? It sounds fantastic, yep. Pete. I am excited Great. for this podcast. As Matt notes, this was a, a very high scoring uh, week for the league in general. Uh, Two thirds of the team scoring into the triple digits, and we'll start that right mm-hmm. off with Seth uh, at one hundred fourteen point one, beating Joe with the lowest score this week, seventy nine point eight. And Matt kind of uh, we kept it very nicely. Joe had. Uh, a lot of uh, failures, and uh, they're 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 living large on this team, led by Fournette, no less. Well, the first failure I want to point out, if you're following along on the email, that is, uh, I, I find funny is that Matt spelled Jordan Howard as Jordan Horde. Uh, I thought um, that was good. I thought it was like intentional. It. It's a pretty good name. Um, he definitely hoards I, those points. Uh, I'm not. Sh- yeah, he's. He must be hiding them somewhere because he's not letting anyone else know he's scoring them. Uh, On the topic of Joe, man, uh, seriously, why? So I I think this was the first week that Joe actually played the waivers, and that's insane to me uh, because he has been missing running backs since the beginning of the year and has done very little to stanch the bleeding, just kind of standing there bleeding out. so well, that's to be fair, know, it's Joe. hard for Sean to play the waivers for himself and for Joe. 
it's a lot of work, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure Joe's still alive. But I will give playing chess to- against yourself. Yeah, so I will give, give kudos to all of us last week on the podcast for getting this right. Uh, we knew Joe would go down, and Seth would ride high. Congrats, Seth! Uh, you're you're the man, and um, uh, you should be happy. Are you actually keeping track of that? You should keep track of it. Uh, what <laughs> the predictions? No, yeah. I never want to listen to these things again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not when I put it out there. So uh, Seth is now two and two, joining the 500 club. Congrats, Seth and uh, Joe. I love it. The one and three start. This is just like how I, I set off last year. Um, all right, moving on um, to Matt and Kevin. I wish Matt could be we here. Just skimmed right over that game pretty quickly. We didn't really talk about Seth. We just kind of shit on Joe a little bit, and then. But no, what's, it's fine. You have an agenda. What's the, what's the, Let's what's get the this happening. I'm not going to rush you. Bob, the I investigation wanna, in I this know. team will last a full week, but we won't actually any questions, and we'll vote on it. I yeah. want you to have the time to answer and talk about the things you want to talk about, Bob. So what do you have to say about Seth? I, I've said nothing to say. Um, hopefully he's uh, all good after his scary moment uh, that he told us about with the seizure last, uh, I don't know, yesterday or two days ago or whatever it was. So, you know. Get better, Seth. Feel good. Be good. Um, other than that, DeAndre Hopkins blowing up the way that he should expect. Uh, Brandon Cooks still, you know, consistent for Seth, having his best week of the year so far. But I mean, he's he's playing great. It, it's amazing that the Rams are able to sustain three wide receivers in complete fantasy relevance. Like they they could easily have three top, I don't know, twenty five uh, fantasy wide receivers this year throughout the season. So we'll see, uh, you know, uh, great. Thanks, Bob. Very helpful. I will note that Seth, my only comment on Seth's team is that he, he did management the Knox way and left, some, left some good points on this bench. So congrats to Tate's 30 points and Jeffrey's 20. Uh, yeah. Not, not playing golden tape, dumb thing, but it's, it's fine. He's fine. He got plenty of points from everybody. Just like a lot of us, he has way too many wide receivers. So, that's true. We're, there's a bounty of wide receivers in the league. Moving on to Matt beating Kevin 131 to 92. Uh, this is just beautiful because Kevin shouldn't have beaten me, and Matt put him back in his rightful place. So I, I couldn't be happier to see Matt come out on top here, and he certainly earned it uh, with a very high score for him and, uh, and the league in general and uh, a very solid performance from his team. Kevin, underperforming as always. Per usual. Except for Juju. Uh, yeah, well, of course. Well, wait, except for Juju? Yeah. He only got eight. You mean that's, except for Thielen? That's what Juju should be doing. He should be getting eight every week. Beat. Is this your uh, Antonio Brown? Like, I'm not, I'm not over yet. I refuse to, be, <laughs> to give Juju more points than he deserves. Uh, yes, Thielen did well, very well for Kevin, so cheers to him. But he never quite Matt, got back to Matt. I'll give Matt some good credit because uh, – you know, uh, Chris Carson was a late scratch and he was planning on playing him and he didn't have Mike Davis on his roster at the time. He picked him up with minutes to spare, got him in there, got 26 points out of him and then immediately dropped him at waivers the next this week. So, you know, great one week play. Uh, I was questioning with him today whether or not he should have actually dropped Davis. Um, I would have kept him. And I wouldn't have told him that I would have kept him uh, if it weren't for the fact that I already <coughs> looked into. 
Luke the coughs. <laughs> I thought I muted it. Sorry. That's just Luke letting us know that he's there, man. He's breathing deep. And that, that's what he does best. How do you feel about Matt's Mike Davis play in the last minute? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to his game. <laughs> so, like, so he, just, he, just, he destroyed them. I mean, he got like 40 points born to him. I don't think one plays. Some good, some good honesty out of Luke. We really appreciate it. He's uh, here for one thing and one thing only, and that's uh, Luke. to talk about our game. Luke's here for Luke, and I respect that. I will say uh, <laughs> Matt is a love him and leave him type, and uh, you know that's just what Matt, Mike Davis signed up for. So he, sh- he, he should know. He, he gave him what he needed, and you know what? He actually didn't need him. He could have left that zero in there, dropped 26.4 points, and still beat mm-hmm. Kevin because that's how you should beat Kevin in this league. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is is certainly struggling more than I'm sure Kevin was hoping for ever since the injury in week one, not breaking 20 uh, since then. It's almost like he knows he's on uh, Kevin's team. Yeah, what's, yeah, once Matt's got a lead, I just, um, I, just, I just stopped following it. I'm like, he's going to win, so that was no point. Well, we, while we still have Luke conscious, let's move on to the next game. Um, and a very thrilling, high-scoring uh, matchup between you and Bob. Bob eking out the win, one thirty six point seven to one twenty one point one. Luke, how did it feel to to come close and yet not close enough? How did it feel to have a huge lead? Okay, if uh, I'm just gonna say this, if if the point of the game was to pick least points possible, I would be a world fucking champion. <laughs> uh, I mean, picking a quarterback. Golf, out of all the quarterbacks, the starters and the backups and the backups backups, there are only three players, three quarterbacks that scored zero or less, and I was one of them. <laughs> so I mean, fuck. I mean, literally, I needed fifteen like point two points, and I would have beaten Bob. That's like any any fucking quarterback would have done that. Yeah, yeah that is true. Hell bone you good. <laughs> so that yeah, is, there you go. I got fucked is, again. That is pretty sad. Hell bone you good. I mean, let's first, you know, since we were just talking about Kevin anyway, let's talk about the fact that that Cooper Cup uh, trade to Luke for Buck Allen immediately blew up in his face. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did do that good. That made me happy. Didn't make me happy that it was against me, but obviously it worked out okay. So, you know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, uh, that, that's exactly exactly what I needed too because I was I was short one good uh, wide receiver. I had the run I had all the running backs, but I had no receivers, so that was a good spot for me. It's definitely a good trade for you, Luke. Yeah. And uh, this is this blows up on Kevin's face because while he's trying to trade with you, he's trying to trade with me, and it only went through with you because you're on the West Coast. And then after I pointed that to him, he then offered to veto that trade and go back to me. So you know what? <laughs> this these dirty that- double dealings from Kevin. They've, <laughs> They've landed him in the, the losing box, and that's where he shall stay. Uh, but I, th- this was a fun game to watch for the rest of us. And, uh, uh, you know, while I was cheering for you, Luke, it's always great to see Bob lose. Um, somehow his team just That's all right. Uh, I, will, I will face Bob again. And the most important thing is that it's going to be the championships, and that's when I'm going to win. So it's all good. I'd rather lose now than lose later. Yeah. You heard it here first. Luke in the championships this year. Oh, it's going to happen, dude. I have a strong team. I have a strong team. You're going to need to find a quarterback, Luke, I think. I do. I do have a quarterback. I don't. Luke. He's already got the bye week, so I don't have to worry about shit the rest of the, the, rest of the year. I'm just going to coast him. Well, right. 
He can't do worse than zero. So <clears throat> I think that's as, very solid. As Matt Le- pointed out. Oh, right sorry. now, this game, though, LeBron is pissing me off, man. He's already caught, like, what, like six fucking passes more? He's up to, like, 18.2 points. Le- LeBron? <laughs> Colts, tight end. Ebron. Someone have- <laughs> LeBron James, Colts tight end. He plays everything now. Wait, he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah. As, oh, there's God. Okay, maybe, as, maybe he'll be done for today. Yeah, as Luke <laughs> mentions him, he walks off the field holding it's his head in his hands and takes his helmet off. Luke, stop talking about players. All Never talk about a Seahawks ever again, Luke. What? <laughs> no, not. I'm you know just trying to protect our team. That's all. Wait, Never this, mind. This. I was very happy that Alvin Kamara put up a, a 38.6 points for the second time this year. Um, dude is friggin' out of his mind. Uh, and when we get to the matchup for this week, I'll talk about how excited I am for Ingram. I'm very impressed that uh, Bob started off negative points while Luke took a pretty early lead and then sort of tapered off and plateaued, and Bob surged strongly all the way up to the top to never never come close to Luke again. So uh, a throwing game, and uh, you're very fun to watch. And, you know, Luke, I hope you learn, and uh, don't pick Tannehill ever again. How how am I supposed to? You know, do you know why I picked him? I want to pick him. I picked him because he was going into the game with three and one on this season, seventy three percent passing yards and no interceptions and like seven touchdowns. So it's like I had. It's not like I made a bad decision. You know, I mean, come on. I I have no particular problem with like Tannehill. This year he's doing better than he was last year. I guess you could say that, right? But. This game, you know, I'm like, hey, you could actually get some good points. Nope. Nope. It's okay, Luke. I, you know, <laughs> as, I, as I've told you, if your biggest problem is that you're trying to figure out who your quarterback is, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, there's enough quarterbacks, so just get one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll find one. Yeah, so I have Smith, so he's got to, you know, we'll see what he can do. Congrats on, congrats on winning the, the cup trade, cup trade. So uh, that's all there is there. Let's move on to me. Um, with the second highest uh, score of the week, and I was within uh, a point and a half of Bob, so I could have had the, the top, the tippy toppest high score, and um, the only one of all of us to be above four, above a hundred every week. Uh, and that's that's a pretty proud thing. If I had managed my team better, I could be four and zero. I'm, I think I was, I was two points off from doing that one week, but. I am happy for us that this is, uh, you know, the second time we've been number one and number two in points, Pete. There we are. We're, we're nothing 50%, but... 50% of the weeks I've been the highest scorer and you've been number two. Yeah, and, and if you look at the um, look at everybody's score um, for the year, we're all, you know, pretty much even. There's only yeah. two that have three and one. Everybody else is two and two. Parody. Record. Yes. yes, record. Except for, I think, one or two has one has one and two. And we'll get to the standings. Um, Anything to say about my uh, even my my strong win over Lou? He had he had uh, Big Lou had a lot to make up on the Monday night game, and he definitely put some points in there, but it wasn't wasn't enough. Had a very very strong uh, lead and a very deep bench. I'm very proud of my team. I haven't played the waiver wires in two weeks. That's how that's how confident I am. I want I I have questions for you, Pete. My main question is this, and it's been the same question, I think, for the last four weeks. Are you ever going to play Deshaun Jackson? No. Like, ninth in the league. 
Maybe a wide receiver. If there's a if there's a bye week, you know Fitzy and him, you know it's it's up and down. And uh, I've had better we playing yeah. receivers every week. It's just not always the right ones. So you why do you you keep playing Allen Robinson over Deshaun Jackson? I don't understand why. Because he does all right. He does all right. Like half of what Deshaun Jackson does. Turns out I didn't need him. So. Well, it, yeah, it worked out okay for you. I mean, Big Lou continuing to be Le'Veon Bell-less. Once he gets him back, Big Lou's going to be, tro- uh, you know, danger for all of us. But until then, lost, still, lost, Still four more lost. weeks before that. So I think we can make hay. He'll be way too far back. That's true. Way too far Two back more, for that. Three more weeks. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Um, Jay-Z beat um, his counterpart, uh, Little Lou, 96.9 to 91.8. The only game of the week where the winner had a sub-100 points. Um, and so a little bit of a, uh, a welterweight fight here. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Poor, yeah. v- very exciting, uh, as Matt points out, uh, possible finish. Instead, um, uh, Lou did not get the touchdown at the last minute. So that... that, that the loss is what he is what he takes. Well, you know these these uh, Zelly versus Zelly matchups are always interesting, and leave it to uh, Little Louie and Jay Z J to prove us wrong on that. It's like is, the Avengers Civil War. Yeah. You you look forward to it, and you're like, oh, this is just another one of these movies. All right, here <laughs> we go. All right, so now the beginning of the Marvel podcast start. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, Pete? That movie is great. <laughs> That's true. Spider-Man's in it. It's it's good. It's better than the rest. That's fine. Better than the rest? No, the, the most recent Avengers was the best. All right, let's let's rank all twenty-four <laughs> movies, yeah. starting from the bottom. What's your? Le- yeah, let's just move on. No, it's the Hulk with Edward Norton. That doesn't count as one of them. That one's great. Again, <laughs> you have bad taste in comic book movies. It's almost <laughs> like you didn't read comic books like me as a kid. Yeah, almost. Uh, all right. <laughs> Moving on um, to the game of the week. Andrew barely beating Sean. Uh, point, uh, four points between, four, yeah. difference between the two of them. And that's pretty insane that Sean was one catch and zero yards away from uh, actually winning. And uh, it came up short. It's hard to come up short in this. Um, how do you guys feel about this game? Yeah, that was, uh, that was very uh, exciting to watch. Like he, uh, he has Kels, right? It's Kels. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he got the t- he got the touchdown, got the pass, and then he got the points, and then it was point four, and it's like holy shit, it's so close, and then but he got hurt, so he got taken out. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, that was, that's fucking close. That's great. That was that was a nobody nobody thought he had a chance, and then like the last play. So you you it. guys aren't going to be able to hear this, but uh, well, you're recording. I get, never mind. No. If we were using my recording, I could play the sound of what it sounded like when Kelsey almost won the game for Sean and then didn't. Well, Matt included a nice link. Yeah, uh, Click the link, guys. Go to the email. Click the link. Pause the podcast right now. Open the email. Actually, scratch that. Pause the podcast. Go back 25 seconds or so. Open the email. Go down to uh, the game. Game of the week. Look for the link. It says here's how it went down. Click that link. Pause the GIF. Start the podcast again. When I say this is what it sounded like, pause the podcast, click the link, listen to it, 
stop the link, start the podcast, seamless. Wow. I hope everyone... Oh, I'm lost. All right. <laughs> goes through with that. Roy, and that's could, the 20-step plan to having a great podcast, guys. Yep. We just need a producer, because I'm not doing that. Um, all right. Anything more on the week four uh, games? There were some good ones. It was, it's, it's a good feeling to know that I would have beaten everyone except Bob. Yeah. Again, per usual. I can't wait until we play again, Pete. It's going to be so much fun. I, I, I already foresee a victory for myself. Um, um, I feel like it was the game of the week, and we spent very little time actually talking about it. Well, we could talk about it what? as much as you want. Luke, had, Luke really brought us through it, and then you gave us the 20-point plan to, to really enjoy it. And so I think it's really hard. It's going to be hard to take it anywhere from there. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, Sean. Sean. Sean always gets sad on fantasy football days when he takes a loss. And uh, this, was, uh, this was a hard one as well. Well, that's why you're going to be there to hold him up, right? Oh, yeah. That's... You're the, you're there to keep uh, to keep Sean happy when he loses. I'm here to keep Matt and, and uh, Luke happy when they lose. Except the for triangle, this week. call that over there. You know, I'm I'm not gonna. I can't do anything for you, Luke. I'm sorry. I just I whooped you. I mean, oh, you don't whoop me, man. You got lucky because my quarterback didn't do shit. So technically, I came within 15 points with two players. Yeah, I think ultimately, I <laughs> got very lucky because Luke should have had that game. And if he he just sat a quarterback that week. Like I said, if I never brought like, Mahomes, you know, I would have had like I think one point two points more than you. I would have won again. Oh <laughs> my god! How many enough. weeks are we gonna have to listen to you lamenting all the fucking time until he gets hurt? It's been one week, but it's, it's been every single podcast. Nope, just one week. Keep it up, Luke. I like it. I love uh, our host doesn't even listen or pay attention to the podcast. Nope. <laughs> It's good. Uh, a fresh start we, every time. Before we move on, I want to point out one thing I noticed about Sean's team while I was looking at all of our rosters earlier today. Uh, so Sean is he, he has Sean McCoy, who's clearly shady, has been disappointing this year. Everyone can agree to that. I mean, the whole Buffalo offense has been super disappointing. But Sean is handcuffing the Buffalo running back offense with Chris Ivor. So why not? They're they're getting like a combined six points per game. Like I don't I don't even know what's going on here. Sean, look into it. What are you doing? That's all. Come on to the pod next week, Sean. Set us straight. All right. I'm sad to say that I did not get this latest touchdown from the Patriots. But oh, what happened? Threw it. Gordon. Brady. To oh, Gordon. there he is playing. Good. Hey, go. Tom Brady. Everyone, a round of applause. For Tom Brady, his 500th touchdown pass. Here on the pod. It's mm-hmm. making history. All right. Next week, at... we'll get him on here. We'll get him on yeah, here. And we'll, that, we'll reach out to him and have uh, <laughs> we'll have Seth interview Tom Brady next week on the podcast. So don't miss that. That'll be really that special. That sounds about right. Owner to player. Seth, contact Giselle. She's she's retired now, so I'm pretty sure she's his agent. Yeah, that could work. Um, let's quick look at the standings for you talk about the wave wire that I didn't look at. Um, and uh, it looks pretty good, like Luke said. Pretty, pa- pretty, pretty parody. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh, of the, the twelve teams at five hundred. So it's hard to have more parody than that. We have just two at the three and one, and uh, two at the one and three. Um, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that, Andrew? Uh, at three and one, and um, uh, Jay Z 
at three and one. I I think that's uh, kind of unexpected. They're some of the more quiet people in the league, and they've been quietly amassing uh, one more win than everyone else. So <laughs> quietly amassing one thing. So cheers to them. His horde, his uh, his his Jordan horde of one win. Uh, well, okay, let's start at the bottom first. Uh, Joe, one and three, deserves it. Not on the podcast. Let me have TJ Yeldon. Shouldn't, you know. <laughs> He's leaning down. Moving along, doesn't, probably doesn't even play. Who knows? He probably doesn't even exist. It probably is just Sean. Wearing, He's Vinny, for sure. I was going to say wearing brown face, but I feel like that's, like, <laughs> tangentially racist, so I'm not going to say that. I want to point seen, out that I'm not saying that. You, you did say tan. Gentle, but yes, okay, go ahead. Um, eight, more, eight more touchdowns, and and Brady beats the uh, the second place with uh, Brett Favre, 500, uh, 508 touchdowns. Well, keep going, Bob. Who else do you want to bring up? So, uh, Big Lou, also bottom of the barrel, but that's to be expected. I mean, like two, like a third of his draft capital has been sitting on the bench or sitting on a, a wave runner in Florida being a dick for no particular reason. Once he comes back, Big Lou's going to start amassing wins. Uh, he's going to have his own horde. Um, other than be, that, I fucking love the parody. What would it be so late? Yes, I mean, it, you know, Big Lou's, he's an old man. He's lost a step. He, uh, he made a big bet, and it's not paying off. Um, so those are the, the two one and threes. Uh, we can talk about the, the three and ones. I want to mention the one loss that Andrew suffered this year has been at my hands. You are all welcome. I'm the only thing that's prevented him from going undefeated. And so um, if I beat him once, I can beat him again, and I will beat him in the stone division. Is my, you heard it, here, heard it here first. And then uh, Jay-Z, uh, I don't really have any comments on this team. It's I do. Sneaky good. Go ahead. So Andrew, I feel, is legit 3-1. I mean, I, I still think I have a far better team, and I just played shitty against it for some reason. But, uh, you know, JZJ is is definitely coasting. I mean, he has the third lowest total points and the lowest points against. That's why he's three and one. Uh, uh, when he starts playing some real contenders, not like Seth Luke and Big Lou, there's, there's you know his division's easy. But uh, once true. he starts playing the real big boys, um, yeah, he's going to well, start. And uh, no one else gets a mention because they're all the same. Two and two. Uh, Except for me, who I have way more points than everybody else. You, you, should, you. Be, you should have been one and three because I should have beat you, Bob. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, I did. 70 points short. Yeah, that was, it was close. Very close. Definitely close. Um, all right. And you want to talk about the waiver wires? Because I don't. Sure. Who'd you pick up, Pete? No one. Who cares? When your team's as deep as mine, you just want more spots to play them. You don't need more players. You need them spots. Lots of spots. I love your, I love your confidence, Pete. You're like a... Just the numbers, man. Look at the numbers. It's awesome. No, I, I see the numbers. You know, it's just kind of funny that, that the bench is always producing more numbers. But, hey, I, I, it's cool. I, I have the best performing bench in the league. You do. Uh, number one. Right. So the reason why... I, I wish I could have that, those players. That's true. Wait. I missed that. You wish you could have what? I wish I could have that many players on the bench kicking ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who, well, who wouldn't? I mean, it's better if yeah. they're actually in your starting lineup. But <laughs> Yeah, I know, obviously. So the, the reason before that I, I, I noticed uh, Joe's um, uh, waiver 
you know, uh, practices this week particularly is because he's done nothing in the first four weeks to try to rec- uh, rectify the fact that he had Fournette basically out and injured every single game. And other than that, is really sca- scraping the bottom of the barrel. Well, Howard's fine, but you know, really scraping the bottom of the barrel with Bilal Powell and Duke Johnson this week, who, you know, Duke Johnson, he picked up for $20. Ricky no, one else, Jones, no one else bid on him. $20. The only other person that bid on Ricky was a dollar. Yep. <laughs> so, he overbid by, so he overbid by $19 and uh, no one else is bidding for Duke. So he could have got him for a dollar. So uh, Joe has put up an additional um, – <laughs> Thirty-eight dollars that he didn't need to spend, uh, and very, very interesting. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that Joe decides to spend twenty dollars on Duke Johnson the week that Duke Johnson is at his. Well, I mean, points wise, he did fine. Consistency and like his usefulness in their offense, terrible. Nick Chubb looked fucking great. Uh, like he spent. on Duke Johnson as he's like halfway down his slide into less relevance. It's, it's an entering waiver strategy. Um, But at least he's picking people up on like, you know, someone else on this podcast. Yes. Well, Mike Davis and Theo Riddick are back in the mix. So look for those boys on free agency, pick them up. This was, I was pretty happy because this is the first week um, and it's only week five where, you know me, I'm a prolific waiver hawk. Uh, That's what this is, says in your, your badge book. Yeah, it's actually on my LinkedIn. It's one of my skills. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have many uh, recommendations on it too. Um, th- this is the first week that I looked at waivers and I looked who was available and looked at my bench. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm good. Like I said, week five, and I you saved know, all myself that that time and just knew it, knew it in, intuitively that I didn't even have to look. Wasn't going to be worth it. But now the theoretic is back out there, just maybe. All I'm right. pretty happy that 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 you know I'm pretty happy with my team right now. That's all I'm going to say. And, and the fact that I didn't make any moves when I'm, you know, such a fiddler. You are stuff. quite the fiddler. All right, a serial and, fiddler, some would say. Any other que- any other comments on the waiver wires or the standings? Nope. Before we move to week five matchups, let's get into them, and we'll leave all of our games for the the end. So the first um, game to discuss is uh, Big Lou and uh, Joe. This is going to be the battle of the one and three. Someone has to win. Who's going to be two and three? Big Lou. Yep. <laughs> like I said just a second ago, Joe is scraping the bottle of the barrel with Bilal Powell and Duke Johnson. And poor Larry Fitz looks like he's uh, finally the age has caught up to him. Michael Thomas is uh, effectively the only person that is consistently good on his team. There's there's no way. Even even with Big Lou being bellless, there's no way he should lose this. I'm right there with you. It would be a disgrace to let Joe back in now. So here's to you, Big Lou. May you carry forth and uh, and win the day. Uh, that'd be uh, That'd be one one big vote for you. So two and so three. Picking, Meet Smith. So oh, big Lou, big Lou, Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke, Luke wants big Lou too. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, big, big Lou. That All was right, about, write that uh, down. Hold on. I'm big, not writing this down. Big Lou. Big Lou. Okay, we got it. 
Moving on. Um, that was the battle of the one and threes. We got a matchup of the three and ones. It's already off to a rocking start. And we just watched Jay-Z's um, uh, running back on the Patriots run it in just now for a touchdown to put him up. God damn it. Uh, Mitchell? I was hoping that Tony Michelle wouldn't score today so I could Michelle with 17 points. And make fun of people who think that Sonny Michelle is going to be a bell cow for them. But, but eh, fuck it. Andrew's in the mix. He's got 9.2 out of Edelman. Uh, who's, this is Edelman's first week back. Not pretty good for a first week back. Pretty strong for Andrew to put him in. Seven ca- seven receptions. So it's a ballsy move by Andrew. And, uh, you know, it's paying off not too bad for a wide receiver. And this, mm-hmm. and uh, But, you know, going up against Jay-Z, it's going to be tough. Who do you think is going to win this one? Mm. I think Jay-Z is surging. Even though he did low week last week, he's going to punch up. And I think uh, Andrew's due for a stumble because he hasn't, hasn't stumbled since, since I beat him week one. Hmm. I think I will agree with you. Yeah, I will agree. Boom. Well, it doesn't hurt to watch. Uh, Jay-Z literally go up right before we're about to talk about him. Um, <laughs> moving on to uh, Little Lou and Seth. Um, what's to say about this one? The two and twos. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, Lou is slightly favored, but who knows what the actual matchup at the end will, will be. Um, you know, Seth is off to a strong start with almost 30 points out of Brady. So that's going to be... TB12. It's going to be a lot. Uh, for Lou to come back on. Hey, I got a question. Does anyone know? I mean, obviously, you know, I know what movie it's from, but does anyone know what? The, is there a deeper meaning to Seth's I'm Cuban B, yes, Cuban B team name and no. image? I think it's because Seth started uh, doing work for a dispensary and now they have to have it playing in the background uh, constantly, I imagine. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a law in Massachusetts. So mm-hmm. good for him. Um, it's the Brady Bodega. That could be a better name. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yep. There it is, yep, Seth. There it is. Brady Bodega. You can use that if you join us on this podcast. It's free. It's free, Seth. Free to join, free to listen, free name. Pick it up. All right, moving on to um, Luke. Cool hand Luke. Oh, not bad, Luke. That's a good name. Um, and better name than Kevin has. So I hope you could be Kevin. And uh, <laughs> you are slightly favored on this and off to you guys are both off to a pretty even start. Um, but, uh, he's got two people playing and you both are tied at 19. Uh, how are you feeling about your chances this week, Luke? Oh, uh, well, um, I still feel good even though, um, you know, now he just beat me got 20.4 or 9.5, but, uh, I still feel good cause you know, uh, Lynch has, hasn't let me down yet. Same as Gordon. All those guys, Cooper is an awesome addition. OBJ, Lindsey, and Smith. So I'm, do, I'm Good uh, plus plus my matchups are seem to be more in my favor for more points, and uh, he's got some tough matches. So I think I'd be, uh, I think I'll be all right. I would agree. I would Luke. say Ebron is pretty surprising considering how much you paid for Gronk and how much, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin yeah. did not pay for Ebron and how he's got well, double the points. It's, it's, how it is. Stupid ass Doyle keeps being injured. Ah, fuck that guy. Fuck Ebron too. By the way, it's Ebron, not Ebron. Uh, yeah. Ebron. No, no, even Pete said Ebron. Well, it's how you say it when you're in, in Indianapolis. So I was going native. 
It's how the French say That's how you say it when you're Polish, so there you go. Do you think Eric Ebron is Polish? No, I'm saying that's how I say it because I'm Polish. He might be. We don't know. That would have been a fun factoid. We'll we'll find out next week. Maybe he is Polish. We'll find out in two weeks when when, um, Luke interviews him on the pod. I have a question for you, Luke. (laughs) Why did you pick up Chester Rogers? And by the way, since the league listens to this podcast, you're perfectly welcome to plead the fifth and say you don't want to say your reason for it. But you already have Ryan Grant. Why why pick up another in uh, Indianapolis? You could, you could tell us, Luke. Because the Colts uh, pass a lot. They pass mm. a ridiculous amount compared to any other team. So, uh, well, this not any get, other team. Get, they do pass no, a lot. They, they compared to a lot of teams, they, they pass just a ridiculous amount. So I mean, with yeah, a with a new rule, you know, half a point per catch. I'm just picking one. I'm picking up players because I have two. I have two spots open. So why not? Right, it's free. It's <laughs> and, very uh, true. Never have. I just want to see what the you know if the Colts get better or who they lose. You know, whoever you know it is, I could get maybe one or both wide receivers to use this trade. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, you got to say Luke is honest. Although I believe he picked up Chester because he has a great name. So I think that, that could also be true. Chester Rogers. Chester uh, Rogers. Um, that aside, any other comments on this? Oh, I, I, think, I think Luke could do it. So we're cheering for you, Luke. Yeah, you. I'm rooting for Luke, of course, because Fantasy Bob hates Kev- Fantasy Kevin, if it's not clear <laughs> by now. Fantasy Bob fucking despises Fantasy Kevin. Real Bob kind of likes real Kevin pretty Pretty yeah, fine. I agree with that. Not, Kevin beat me this year, and uh, he doesn't come on the pod, so there's not much to recommend yeah, to buy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, moving on to you, Bob. The Fat Matt Rises uh, versus the Puppet Master. Two two and twos, uh, Seattle Bros. Um, and uh, I have to say, you are slightly favored, but not by much. It's really a toss-up here. How do you feel about yeah, your chances going are. into it? I'm looking at the line. Yeah. The line is uh, 6.6. 6. So, I mean, you didn't really have to say it. I mean, yeah. well, that's right there. How do you um, feel? I will. Well, I'll say this first of all. My least favorite thing about playing Matt is that I I can't ask him to make gifts to to use against himself. That'd be weird. So I went to back to an oldie but a goodie. You know, the old Fat Matt image that I made uh, it had to have been I don't know, like 2011 somewhere in there. What a good year that was. Yeah. Yep. It's a, so, it's a great uh, picture. But in truth, the the thing I'm okay. Actually, the thing I am fucking excited for. I'm really excited to see how Kamara and Ingram work together because last year they were great, both of them together at the same time. And it's so appropriate that Matt and I are playing each other, going Ingram against Kamara on Ingram's first game back. I'm legitimately fucking stoked to see how that plays out. Like well, I, from my from a football nerd mindset, like I'm just really excited to see how this plays out. My bet is Kamara will not get the same 38.6 points he got last week. See, that would be... the see, the thing is that well, okay, yeah. Uh, last week, most of his points came from the running game, but the weeks before that, all of his points are coming from the passing game, and that's the same way it was last year when Ingram was doing all the running. So, if that's still the case, once again, the Saints are going to have like two top ten running backs, but. We'll see if it happens. You know, Ingram's getting a little long in the tooth, a little bit older. He's sure. not the young, Dude. sprightly little, you know, Kamara like Alvin. 
Chester Rogers uh, just missed a catch in the end zone and is being taken away uh, with, for the team. So there's that there's that cool hand Luke touch taken away, like yeah. like the, the oh, Colts oh. internal secret police are spiriting him away, and no one's ever going to see him again. We don't know for sure. Yeah, no one knows. The Colts um, execute their players, guys. It's a well known fact. So um, where do you think uh, Luck was last year? Sorry, good. So, um, uh, who's going to win this one? Uh, we know Bob is picking himself. Um, uh, I'm actually going to pick Matt. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> fuck that, Luke. You got to pick think... a side. You got to pick a side between your brothers. <clears throat> okay, just one sec. Let me see. Because um, he's got to really break down the advanced stats. You know, look For at me, targets. Look at catch completion ratios. When I'm when I'm thinking about. Um, who I want to win or who I think is going to win. I just pick whoever's playing Bob and cheer for that person. So in this case, it's Matt. He's coming off of a very big week last week. And I think those numbers can repeat. He's got the same team up there. So I'm, uh, yeah, he does. So I'm, I got to agree with, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Bob's going to win because, uh, he just looks better. <laughs> just looks better. That's all. Well, your uh, master disagrees. Uh, my 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 two concerns here are Devonte Adams, who's um, mispracticed today and has some kind of issue that he got during practice yesterday. If I'm missing him, that's going to be you know painful. But I have you know Calvin Ridley, who I can pop in there. That was a, a forty one dollars well spent so far. Dude's putting up touchdowns for days. Um, and then my other concern is Tyreek Hill going up against Jacksonville because they are legitimately strong as a defense against his you know, uh, main point scoring ability of catching the ball and then juking 10 dudes um, for the touchdown. So we'll see. It, it may be another down week for Tyreek, but uh, I am not concerned about my side bet with Lou against AJ Green. That's I mean, What's the update on that? Uh, actually, I haven't looked. Let me see. Let me see. All we right. can talk about the next game. We'll move. Enough. We'll move on to the last, the next, and final game, uh, the big matchup: the Sean Forney, uh, Punny Gurleyman versus New York Gritty. Uh, managed by Peter Knox, we're both two and two. Um, I have definitely scored more points than Sean in the first four games, but uh, I'm only barely, slightly favored the two point three line. Um, this will be very exciting. Sean, Sean is uh, a little behind because I've got eighteen point seven. Points out of my uh, out of white, which is not bad, and uh, a good reason to play him. The funny thing was, earlier this week I had asked Sean because people were trying to trade with me, what who I should play, who I should trade. Um, the T store is open, and I was dealing with deals. Um, and Sean advised me to keep White in and to keep Ertz in over Cook, but to still hang on to Cook and. And then only after then did he realize that we were playing each other. And frankly, <laughs> at that stage, I didn't think we were playing each other either. So I asked him honestly. He answered honestly. And that's how you know Sean's a good friend. So Fucking blind leading the blind. Uh, you know, Sean realized it today, as did I. And uh, we're off to the races. It'll be a very, very fun matchup. Very close. Uh, but game of the week potential. Uh, you know, the Battle of Brooklyn. Um, any other comments I, from the Peanut Gallery? Personally, I think this is the week you should play Deshaun Jackson. Oh yeah, why? Why is that? Make your case. Uh, well, he's on buy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I. Uh, Fair enough. You win. Good one. Who's gonna win this? Game? Luke, who's gonna win this game? Uh, between who? Between Pete and Sean. 
Sorry, I'm on my page. He's just watching the Patriots game. It's fine. He's just watching. <laughs> Between Pete and who? And Sean. Yeah, David Luke. I think Pete's going to win because he's, he's got too many good players. It doesn't matter what he picks. He just, just manages to win somehow, dude. <laughs> so, Thank you, Luke. It's like, think, yeah, it's, it's like a it's a foolproof plan. You can't lose it's, it. It's a stack strategy. That's what I said. It is. I remembered something that I wanted. I remembered something I wanted to bring out. Uh, remember how? I, so, how many uh, touchdowns does Christian McCaffrey have on the season? Enough. Eight? He's doing all right. Really? Is it enough? It's zero, but he's getting points otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, he's doing all right. But I mean, you know, the thing I've always said about him: dude can't score. Always. All right. Well, guess what? He's going to score this week, and then we'll yeah, always. We'll do that. He was in college too. <laughs> I have uh, a long-running hatred for Christian McCaffrey. Well, not real hatred, but you know. Hatred. Um, Antonio Brown's going to go crazy against Atlanta, I think. Um, and, and obviously, you've gotten more than you probably deserve to from James White already. So, I think I'm actually going to give the edge to you, just because. I mean, because you you know where the money is. Against, well, here's the thing. You know Sean's the been getting Sean's been getting buoyed by Gurley, but it's it's the Rams against Seattle in Seattle this week. And as all of us Seahawks fans know, the Rams Seahawks games are fucking tight. They're just defensive blast fests. I'm sure sure there's a better way of putting that. We just kind of blast each other, you know, it's just our two guys hitting head to head, blasting, blasting from behind, blasting from the front. A lot of blasting going on, but not a lot of uh, point scoring. So yeah, our defense is very, uh, very evenly matched, um, it, especially the core, the, 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 the center four. Is, um, I don't know, it's just a brutal game. It's always a battle of the defenses, and our offenses just can't seem to get through them. So it's, mm-hmm. But then again, you know, this was before we, you know, we lost uh, Thomas and Disley, right? So, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know, man. Right well, now, yeah, the, the losing Earl Thomas for the season and him waving pleasantly at the sideline and making everyone really happy over there. Um, it, it, I think it's going to open up the passing game for the Rams a bit more. And like I've been saying, they, they have three wide receivers that are all fantasy relevant. And I think a uh, little Cooper cup that uh, somebody has, I think he's going to go off, but I'm not sure that Gurley will. So yeah, I think edge goes to Pete. That's what I like to hear. You guys uh, know what you're talking about, and I appreciate you joining the pod to share that knowledge with everyone else. Uh, anything else to say before we wrap up another week? Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill currently still leading A.J. Green, but he's rapidly closing the gap after the last two somewhat down weeks for Hill. I mean, he still had 10 points last week, but for him, that's down. Um, so A.J. Green now only um, about five and a half points behind. And yeah, so he's catching up, but I'm not concerned. All right, good. Didn't sense any concern there. Luke, how are, how are your concerns? Uh, right now, my concerns are that uh, Ebron is, uh, has 20.4 points. And yep. uh, it's, it's kind of just disturbing. <laughs> it's Sorry. like, you know, the Colts have, have something to play for the game. You know, and the Patriots are comfortably ahead, so Gronk's not playing. So I've been just without player for the last maybe ten minutes. And yeah, uh, but I mean, he's catching up. He's getting good points, man. And one player for twenty points—that's that's a legitimate concern. That is. So, that sucks. 
<laughs> but you know what? Uh, but then again, I am projecting exactly what I was going to, and he's got a little bit more. Than me. So four points is really nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And you get this big one out of the way. This is this is the unexpected surprise. You got to come back and, w- and win this thing, and we know you can. So, okay. best of luck to you, sir. And uh, thank, thank you, you both for joining me on this pod. My only concern is that this has gone on too long. Um, so I will wrap this up here and I get this out to the rest of everyone. And uh, good luck to everybody, except my opponent Sean and Bob and Kevin. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, you're you're for you're me. all you're all on my list. Get out. We'll see. We'll see if that uh, if that pans out. And if so, it'll be a good week for all of us. All right, Luke. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for right. joining the Woo-hoo. pod. Go Hawks. And yes, go Hawks. And birds. Bye. Peace.